We're on. All right, now we have to wait. <laughs> 13 seconds. <laughs> 13 seconds. Hey, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, Screw turn on that light. And then also, please shorten the delay. <laughs> there you go. I'll do one part of it, the light. Mark goes uh, Did you see the co-founder asking uh, Congress to break, up, break up Facebook? Yeah, I, the, the light's going to kind of... Right. Hey, how do you share this? Hmm? I forgot how you share this for some reason. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like and share, there's a share button. <clears throat> okay, hold on, hold on. I'm lost. Oh, there it is. Okay, never mind. Okay, pal, you need another cup of coffee. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's all it takes. One cup of coffee. You're good to go. There we go. All right. That's for you. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> Our fellow numbnut here is a little slow. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> There we go. TGIM. All righty. How's everybody yeah. tonight? Very well. Ha- it, happy Mother's ha- Day, ha- huh? Happy, happy Mother. Mother's Day. Yes. Happy Mother's to Day. To all the mothers out, there. mothers out there. Happy Monday, everybody, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to welcome to the show Mrs. Telma Altun. Thank For those of you, well, Mother's Day was yesterday. And all you guys are posting, you know, my super mom, my super mom, my, my ultra mom. You guys, there is literally a super mom <laughs> sitting next to me right now. Superhuman, bro. Superhuman mom. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about exactly what Tama does. And I mean, Edgar, Edgar was next to me and Edgar was shocked as to uh, what exactly she goes through as far as the training and uh, the marathons. And for those of you that are, you know, tuning in, Telma Altun is actually a ultra marathon runner, correct? Yes. And by ultra marathon, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to jump into this and talk about it because yeah, I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So. I uh, <clears throat> first time met anyone. Yeah. I mean, anybody who talks about marathon, the first thing you think about is, Oh, the LA marathon or a triathlon. Somebody's going to be, but this is something where I have never, ever, ever heard of somebody run that much of a distance in that much time so (laughs) tell me tell us how it all how this all began i mean when did you start actually i mean we'll get into the ultra marathons for sure what do you mean your mic's not on robert's saying edgar's mic is not edgar say something what do you want me to tell you robert yeah it's like can you you hear him now (laughs) robert (laughs) anyways I think Robert's automatically muted yours <laughs> at his end. That's a possibility. So, Telma, yes. you, you came to America in... Yes, I immigrated um, to the States when I was in seventh grade. Seventh so grade. So I was 12, I think. 12 years yeah. old. And then where did this whole passion for running start? I mean, I, I know the whole high school and middle school running is probably just Mickey Mouse right now for you. It's probably yeah. half your, half, not even half. I'd say probably one sixteenth of what you train now. Well, it's a different sport. You can't compare it. I mean, the nutrition is different. Training is different. Gear is different. But yeah, I started there. I did PE and one of the, the PE teacher was really awesome. And he was a coach for another high school uh, running team. And he kind of <clears> boosted <throat> me. So I broke the mile record at the junior high and, um, from then, it just kind of took off. I got uh, recruited on the high school team in ninth grade and then had to run over from the junior high to the high school and 
and get on the team and run and competed all through senior year and then went to college, competed at USC. And so. is this, uh, was this track and field or was this cross country? Both. I did both. You were doing both. Yeah. Okay. And then now high school and you basically moved over to, you went to USC and you started running there. When did the whole, did you go jump right into the whole ultra marathon or was it more of like marathon and then let's see how this goes? No, and yeah, I jumped in. <laughs> you literally jumped in. No, I jumped in because, well, after college, I was busy, you know, with my education, getting married, all the nice little duties, I mean, women are supposed to do, <laughs> and uh, having the children. So, um, but right after that, in my 30s, I I jumped into the ultras. I didn't do, I did some road races, shorter ones, but then I, I went straight into a, a 31 miler. Okay. So it's so, not late for me to just jump into it now. Yeah, I'm in my 30s. Right? You <laughs> She's the, well, I don't know about you, but <laughs> I, you can tell the truth. It. You can tell the truth. <laughs> He's used to the truth. <laughs> so hey, anybody can do it if you have if you do the training and put the time in. No, not anybody yeah. can run 100 miles. It's just not normal yeah. human. <laughs> let's, let's, okay, guys, human let's let, let's tell you guys, uh, our viewers, this: a marathon right now is how many miles how much how many miles is the, how much is 26. the la marathon it's 26.2 okay. actually marathon means 26 um, marathon means 26 yeah okay. and anything over that is considered an ultra so at the the shortest ultra is a 50 kilometer race which is 31 miles okay and then you have a 50 mile race and then you have the 100 kilometers which is 62 miles and then you have the 100 mile race and they're they're non-stop and then there are the longer ones. The one I'm doing in July in nine weeks Jeez. is 135 miles. Oh, nice. So, guys, listen to this. When, you, when you're talking about a 100-mile race, it's a nonstop race, meaning if the, a race has gone on for more than 24 hours, correct? Yes. Okay. 24 hours, meaning it's not like you run for eight hours. You say, all right, you know what? It's time for a tea break or a lunch break. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go sleep, and then I'll wake up at 6 in the morning and continue running. <laughs> This is you're talking about 24 48 hours of non stop running. Yes, the races are timed and you have to be making the, the time. There's cutoffs at various stages. You're not fast enough, you get kicked out. You can't just go there and stroll it just to finish it. Just a weird so question. So they're, they're fast and they're non stop. Uh, weirdest question yes. How many people worldwide? take part in something like this it is a very small sport and most people don't know about it it's not part of the olympics so it's not, not mainstream yeah. Yeah. it's definitely not mainstream but <laughs> what does the, the funding come for something like this too the funding yeah for I mean, individual athletes who, yeah or the well, organization of it all of that is still funding right <laughs> Well, no, there are race Permits. directors that hold this and yeah. they get permitting in various parts. I mean, the one I'm doing in July requires a lot of permitting because it's in Death Valley National Park oh, in wow. the heat in July. So you have Ooh. people's lives, you know, when you at say stake and permitting isn't the organizer of the race responsible for yeah, that or they oh, do okay. that. Yeah, we don't okay. deal with yeah, that. Not you personally. You just, no, uh, yeah. you just, just register and we just go and we prepare and you go and run. And for me it's important that I'm Armenian and uh, not having Armenians in the sport. <clears throat> I've been showing the flag and wanting that to be seen everywhere because I feel like You're I want to show coming. the world that we can too and we yeah. do this yeah. too and we're good at it. So so, I mean, this is in July, Death Valley. 
Yeah. It, okay. So super hot, super, super I'll go cold. back a bit. When I was 17 and running in high school, my coaches that I looked up to a lot uh, talked about these people at that time. Uh, he told me these people that run 135 miles in Death Valley in the summer heat. And so I remember from then on, I thought at one point in my life, I want to be one of those people. <laughs> why though? Why? I'm just curious why. I don't know. Challenge. No, the challenge. And, and it seemed, I just wanted to be like them. And the reason I got into ultras in my 30s was to work my way up to this particular race. And this race is known as the toughest foot race on earth, quote unquote. And it's the challenge of champions. And uh, it's the mega of all ultra marathons. It's like the World Cup, basically, of, run, of yeah, the ultra marathon. It's like the Olympics, of, you know. And for me, more so personally, because it is an international race like many others I ran, but this is very international. And I want our flag shown and I want to be there and finish it and show it off. And it's a very personal goal. And then um, the heat, of course, in Death Valley rises up to 120 degrees or above. So you're running in massive heat. So you're required to have a team with you um, that follow you in a car and keep you hydrated and your nutrition and food on top so you don't die. <clears throat> but it's nonstop. It's a 48-hour cutoff. So um, you just... In 48 no, hours, you have to complete the... You have to complete it. Actually, there's also cutoffs, mm -hmm. various routes. Like the first 50 miles, you have to be within 14 hours or less. You're or not, out. You're out. Yeah. And they, you cross three mountain passes. It's 17,000 foot of gain in the total 135. So you're climbing as well. Not like mountain climbing, but you're running Yeah, it's, there's, a, there's a slope there's with hills. it. Yeah. So what do you do for the cold at night? Um, Shock. In that race, it doesn't get cold it because doesn't. it's really hot until you get to the eight, over 8,000 feet by Mount Whitney portal because it ends at the base of Mount Whitney. Okay. And that part is cold. It can be freezing the minute you get there. So, um, But I, I wear layers. I have yeah. adequate clothing. And so you said you talked about you're having a team with you as far as traveling with you yeah. during the race in a car. So my you, crew. Yeah. So how many people consist in, inside the this team? This race allows up to four. I have three really experienced uh, um, ultra runners and a race director who've been my friends that I've known um, through ultra running in the last several years. <clears throat> and they're there basically to see me finish. They know the Armenian agenda and incentive. They're there to help me get yeah. it done. Some of our listeners are out of breath just listening yeah. to you. <laughs> but uh, so... <laughs> 48 hours so do you, you're eating you're drinking you're doing everything while running yeah well the the one of the major components of ultra running is you know marathon running is different because you can literally run the 26 miles without really eating and adding calories because your body contains 20 up to 2500 calories at one time that you can mm -hmm. burn and that's what you need for a marathon but Ultras are different. You have to eat from the beginning and consistently and constantly throughout. Nutrition and calorie intake is as vital as taking mm. in salt and your yeah. sugars. It's important because you won't be able to proceed if you don't. And if you're negative on the calories, there's no. it's hard to make it up. You have to eat from the beginning and, and always about, be ahead of it. How about restroom breaks? I mean... As she didn't want to get where, into that. You buddy. go where nature intends. <laughs> so, so you do that. You don't. Of course. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, of course. You, you actually don't. do have to do it and you have to monitor it and mm. you have to monitor the color 
uh, for hydration purposes wow. and so your kidney doesn't fail and misfunction and there's a lot to that do you have do you have any equipment on you like watches Technical. anything that's keeping track of your blood pressure yeah i have gps pulse. watch uh pulse some people have it i don't carry the pulse i i know what i, I feel um but um gps watch that tracks your pace and mileage and hours and some of them run out of battery every 50 miles, so I usually have a second backup. <laughs> so, the yeah. watch runs out of battery, but not <laughs> you. Does, <laughs> you she just, about Energizer Bunny? Come Luke, on. Can wow. you believe that? Oh, it's oh, like even God. the Energizer Bunny could have not lost. I knew that was going to end up being funny. I wasn't try, was trying to do that. I was just being serious. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course. I mean, to, to, the watch does that. <laughs> and then I have the backup. Have you thought about going Swiss? Just, yeah. <laughs> just moving or in. Solar. Or solar or something. I should. How much I I mean, when you're running? I mean, as far as equipment on you, I mean, you have a team obviously traveling behind you, water bottles, food, and all that stuff. But yeah. as far as on on you, do you carry anything as far as no. for hydrating, yeah. or well, you, go, you go as light as possible? You know, this race is different where the heat is so extreme, which makes it tougher that you have to have a team. But most times when I go to do the ultras, I, I'm alone. I don't have a team for every single race. So most times I have a pack. It's a hydration pack and you have your water on you and it carries up to a few liters or more. And um, usually at these races, every like five to 10 miles, there is aid stations. Even if it's a mountainous race and it's in mad, mad, massive, like mountainous, they bring up aid stations, put them up. They have high calorie food. They have drinks and you fill up your water bottles. You put them back and you continue running. But there's these stops where you can uh, get your nutrition. So mm, nice. normally that's how it is, so, especially the mountain races. But it, this one has a, except for the watches, no, no other no. electronics. Because <laughs> no, you know, but, right now there's a lot of you know equipment that uh, coaches use yeah. for to keep track of the heartbeats and stuff. Yeah. They could be on a tablet while the kids are running around, yeah, and he can see how they're performing. Was, what the yeah, performance yeah, I are. could be doing that. I'm. I don't get that technique. Okay. to have someone follow my heartbeat <laughs> we have a good question but, yes. uh, uh curious other than the pride and winning any kind of monetary award for doing this or? no 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 Argus, for me that's for it's no. um for me honestly it, as i said one of the the main components is first being a woman and breaking the stereotype of armenian women especially in this day and age and doing the sport uh, because honestly let's be honest, we're not taught, you know, go in the mountains and go potty in the mountains all night without sleeping and, you know, um, in the dark and all, you know, crazy hours of the night. So it's breaking a lot of molds and barriers with that personally. And then second, in the sport, I've because I've been running my whole life, competing at different levels, it's very important for me to show the flag that we are in this sport too. Like we ha we have so many successful Armenians in various fields, you know, from uh, astronauts to mathematicians to everything, and even soccer players, as you guys know all this. And yeah. we yep. have it in this too, and we, wow. we're not less you're, behind. You're, you know what? We love the fact that our red, blue, and orange is actually on your shoulders while you're running and. Thanks, uh, it yeah. it means obviously the world to all all of all the Armenians out the there. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm doing it for yeah. all of us. I don't feel I'm doing it for yeah. me, and yeah, so that's my goal. Yeah. For those of you just tuning in, uh, Telma Altun is actually with us. She is a ultra marathon runner. Uh, I mean, I can't emphasize more. I mean, this this woman <laughs> next to me runs for days nonstop. 
I mean, I don't sleep. My daughter keeps me up for three hours. <laughs> the next morning, I'm as I freak out. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, this woman doesn't function. sleep for 48 hours. She runs. I mean, imagine you're running. Well, I guess this would be a little bit hard to imagine. <coughs> From L.A. to Mexico is about 135 miles. Yeah. But when you drive there, it's two and a half hours. So, you you know, you listen to music and your AC is on. But <laughs> you're going to have to do this in 120-degree weather in Death Valley, which... Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, how do you do? You train on a treadmill in a sauna. How do you prepare for such? Uh, no, you, I don't. No, I'm serious. Like, how <laughs> that do sounds, you? That sounds Lagos, pretty cool. No, but how do you train for 120? No, I know. Uh, seriously, can you? Can you? Exactly. You go over. How do you prep yourself? Because uh, Zara just actually said you just came back from a race in Germany, and uh, yeah. and now you're going and now you're prepping for something in Death Valley. I was in Germany, but not for a race. But <laughs> no, I, I had a race right before I went to Germany, a couple of days before it. I had an 82 mile race in another desert in Salton Sea. Oh um, I did that. Um, um, I forgot my, I don't have the official time for it, but I think I was around 1920 hour finish, I believe, or 20 hour finish. Uh -huh. um, that was a whole different race, but that also began in the desert and ended up in a mountain pass, uh, a mountaintop. Um, but training is, you know, um, training is every day. Um, it does take a lot of discipline and commitment and work, but it's not what you would think, which is just crazy, insane amount of running. It's not. I, I, I'm in the gym. I do cross training. I, um, in the past, I've cycled a lot. Lately, I'm cycling much less or not, not at all. But um, uh, I have done that uh, consistently through my training too. But um, I do run every day. Um, some days, twice a day. Um, my weekends or twice weekly, I'll have really long runs up to a marathon or more, um, sometimes a 30 miler. But in preparation, weekly? yeah. Twice a week, twice. not weekly, twice a week. I, I shouldn't be sitting next to this woman. I'm like the laziest person in the world. I, I tell myself, I'm going to go hike up Brand Park today. And then if I wake up in the morning, the I'm like, five years. Yeah, it's like, it's like 7.30. I'm like, oh, God, I got to be at work in half an hour. Forget it. I'll do it tomorrow. Sorry. God. But yeah, no, the training is, you know, it's, it's, it's consistent and it's all the time and it's just part of my life. So I don't, I guess, um, look at it differently, but yeah, it's, it's become part of my life. So if it's not part of your life, then it seems a lot, but when it becomes part of your life, then it's just the norm. But, um, it does take discipline and, but the mental fortitude is really much more than that. Um, no. And even if you're trained, you can go out there and have a horrible day. And I've had it where I just drop and I just can't make it. And I'm right close to a finish line. I just, it's done because mentally I just get shot. It, the mental part of the, the challenge is really what lures me more because you really have to be so focused for so long it's like at our jobs every day every 20 minutes you can take a break and walk away do something else get online but this thing you're doing it for 20 30 whatever hours non-stop you're doing so, the same thing so the mental part of it and the focus is it takes a lot so and what then, do you think during those 48 hours well, yeah, that's the other thing. It's not, I'm not daydreaming or singing or <laughs> people always think it must be a hippie or I'm, you know, <laughs> you <laughs> not that music yeah. no, actually I, I'm not one of those that listens to music. Um, especially when I'm in the mountains, I have to watch for right. safety and whatnot, but, um, no, I, it's really work and the hours fly like this because, 
um, I'm constantly watching my hydration, my nutrition, the salt, the sugar, the calorie intake, the fat intake, the protein intake. I mean, there's so much that needs to be done every hour of each so that you can make it to the 20th and yeah. 30th hour. Well, so you're it, doing it's doing this a job. while you're running, too. Yes. Yes. So, he has, so she has to do all the calculations. That's multitasking <laughs> at its finest. Yeah. Wow. So those pit stops that you talk about, they're not pit stops as in you stop. It's basically like a drop zone where you basically. The aid, yeah, it's you got to be quick. I mean, you got to be quick. Take the nutrition and fill up your bottles and get going. You can't waste time. You waste time, you waste time, but it's your time. The clock is ticking. And then if you don't make it at that certain time, you're basically kind of. You're out. They're, they have All races now have cutoffs and a lot of them are getting tighter and tighter. Um, but yeah, and, and if you're not up to the nutrition and watching it, it's not just the energy level where you just hit a wall and you're done. Uh, but it's also, I've had hallucinations where they're heat induced or altitude induced or nutrition induced. So um, it's very important to eat properly calories and keep it up. By hallucinations, you mean... You're, are you seeing things or are you yeah. is it more of like i'm just i'm just curious because oh. she's seeing it's a big cut of ribeye sandwich yeah. in front of her. Whoa, i'm running yeah. towards it you see an oasis like you see like a nice ocean in front of you no no i wish yeah no um couple of the ones i've had one of them was heat induced in joshua tree uh, national park there was a race it was 100k and I came in first and um, second overall. I even beat a lot of the men. It was congratulations. Cool. It was all at sand. It was, <laughs> nice. But it was 110 yeah. degrees, 110, 12 degrees. It got up there. And um, I pushed through the day really well. And then once the night, it was 10 or 11 o'clock at night, and um, it started. So it was complete desert, and I was seeing bats come around. I, I kept, you know, trying to, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Not have the bats hit me because oh I'm ducking left and right, left and right. <laughs> or doing this thing. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the people then, behind you running, watching you do this. Yeah, well, the race director's wife, who was in a vehicle, you know, kind of monitoring the runners at that point, because there were a lot of heat related issues at that race. Um, by the end of the day, she she started putting the high beams on me in the back, and I could tell it was being watched. And then she parked the car, came up to me, started like you know telling me, "Are you all right?" And I said, "Yeah, it's just bats, you know." And <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "There are no and bats." And then she's like, "Honey, I think you need to rest a bit. There's no bats here." <laughs> so, oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I was so adamant there were. I was getting really irritated with her. She wanted me to drop. She wanted me to stop the race. And I refused. I got really grumpy. And I said, no, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting to the finish line. I just had about five miles left at that point for the 100K, the 62 miles. So I made it to the finish. But, yeah, and I couldn't stop seeing them. It was con happening for several hours after. It was wow. That was freaky that I'd finished and I was still seeing it. And I thought, I can't get in my car and go home. I, I got to close my eyes and sleep so it was definitely fatigue and heat i think it was heat induced so wait a minute after running all these miles you were you were planning on actually <laughs> sitting in your car and driving home it's another day at work you're like oh my god the bats are in the car now <laughs> just another wow. day at the office for everybody that's it uh, now i mean I'm, I'm just trying to imagine this because it's not even like 
around the field or a track field. No it's terrain. It's not just straightforward on the street. Up and down. You yeah. know, in the streets of Paris or LA. No, it's yeah. your... uh, this, this guy was in the Los Padres National Forest, which is one of my favorite places, but it's brutally wild. Wow. I mean, extremely brutally wild. And it's um, you're in the mountains. There's nobody near you. It's you have wild single animals. track wild animals. I saw bobcat sitting on top, perched oh. on top of a. Uh, it wasn't an hallucination, right? It was a that, natural bobcat. No, because there were guys in front of me <laughs> who had seen buckle, it and were man. trying to help me get through. <laughs> but that one's deep into the forest. A lot of them are deep into mountains and forests. And so you're, al- I mean, so you're you are alone, alone for because, hours yeah. at a time overnight. It's not like the marathon yeah. where you turn around, there's another 15 people, no. 20 like people yeah. next to you. Water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People cheering you on, you know, motors. It's yeah. just and people you get spread apart. Yeah. You get you're spread miles apart, apart over the hours. Yeah, yeah. What a, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's that's part of the lore for me. I do enjoy having that peace and quiet for hours at a time in the mountains. She's and the doing nature. this just to get away from the family. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? I'm just yeah. getting away. I, I want peace and quiet. I just put on my let them, let noise, let noise reduction our, headsets. Our, I don't go up to no, John, our, our peace and quiet is our Monday night podcast. <laughs> exactly. Everybody has their yeah. own. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's, so, if yeah. you're if you're in the middle of nowhere running and you're, yeah. I, I'm assuming those races you don't have your team with you. What happens if yeah. you're injured? You fall. Some. I mean, how, who, who's gonna take care of you? Um, Next runner in a race that hasn't <laughs> happened to me in a race yet. So, um, but usually when there are things that happen to people with heat related or accidents, there's been helicopters or other emergency response that come in there. Um, the race directors organize that. That's part of their responsibility mm. to get the athlete out of the field. So you're monitored. At- um, yeah, because the obviously the race director knows how many bodies and souls are out there on his course, <clears throat> and they know the course. And there's people either on bike or vehicle, if there's vehicle access. So, yeah, there it's not. These things are monitored. I mean, the races are very well organized. The health of the athletes are priority and their safety. It's not, you know, it's not just oh. they just throw you in the wild. <laughs> so. We have a question from Autumn who who's run the marathon several times himself. I, I think he mentioned in Germany as well. He wants to know if, do you feel like you're genetically gifted and different than the rest of us? Or <laughs> she has to is be. it just... I'm I, Armenian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't feel genetically gifted. I, I feel that um, by nature, I'm Armenian and we're strong and we are naturally mountain goats. And I always talk that up. But... Um, no, I, I do have my dad's side of the family. One of my aunts was uh, a short distance runner and she was world kind of level. level. Yeah, and she used to run in front of the king in Iran um, because women weren't allowed to you know, compete yeah. officially. But um, so that's a little bit in the family. But no, I no. See, when you say mountain goat, I consider myself a mountain goat. But you are? As long, <laughs> as, long as I can remember, I as, long, as long as I've got a barbecue grill, <laughs> some whiskey, <laughs> some sunflower seeds. <laughs> Our Raymond house inside the mountain. Oh, there you go. I got pictures. You have a picture of it? Okay, I got to see that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's just baffling as yeah. far as, like I said, 
I'm making jokes because I can't wrap my mind. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm at a point where I stay awake for two hours with my daughter sitting there watching her play. You get the next day, I'm not in. I'm not focused. I can't even write. I can't even sign my name on a piece of paper. I just don't know if I believe it until I see this, man. We're doing it tomorrow. You should, you should, you should be on her next team. Yeah. You should take it. Okay. No, don't run with no, her. I can't Go run. training no, not, with her. No, no, no. Get me in the car. No, she hasn't. There's all this is organized, but you can just not <laughs> random people going that car. Okay, go to where she, go where, yeah, where, where she, no, where she trains and just watch no, her like, around thirty like, miles. We can all go support her on the finish line. I'm just it's a weekend, hopefully. A lot of them, some of them are. Some of them are. Bro, you're gonna be gone for two days, so <laughs> the we can, we can go you can at make the a end. drive at the final finish line day and yeah. can you let us know her. when it is? Seriously, I'm I'm that actually one. I would love to actually be there with a big Armenian yeah. flag. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's in uh, July, mid July, July fifteenth. July fifteenth. It's a Monday night. It starts on a, a night. And then it ends when? Wednesday next next Wednesday. week. You're supposed to end forty eight hours okay. later. That's the cutoff. So hopefully what, sooner. But... What percentage of the participants or runners actually make Finish. it within the time frame? Um, each race is different. I mean, normally. Um, Normally, it's not actually the finish rate is usually 40%, 50% or less. Um, but this particular one, because the bad water one, he's got a very stringent uh, qualification. You have to apply to get in. So people around the world apply. Only 100 get in. And this is the bad water and buckle that you're talking about? This, this is his shorter race, 50 miler that I did. Um, it's part of the Ultra Cup. I'm also going for his Ultra Cup series because he has races throughout the year, um, the three races. If you do all three in a row, which includes the July race, you get the Cup Award. So I've been mm, doing nice. them. This was the first one. This is the second one last month. So, um, but yeah, he, um, there's qualification and you have to put an application and there's a list of races you have to have run and a whole application process for him. And so once he accepts <clears throat> them, the finishing rate for his race is higher. Higher. Yeah. It's so, higher, like 70%. Tell me, would you, is this, this is professional. You're basically a professional athlete when you look at it this way. It's past that. Uh, it's way yeah. past that. Technically. No, no, no. As in, no, no, no. I don't. No, no. I don't mean it as in like, it's looked at as a professional sport. Correct. It is. It's course. not just looked at as like, okay, you know what? They're runners. They're. It's. A sport. I have nothing better to do than to run four hundred seventy-seven <laughs> miles. I mean, it's it's not like an average Joe can just basically fill out an application. I'll be like, okay, you know yeah. what? Try it out. Let's see how it goes. And if you don't make the time, we'll just boot you off. Yeah, and it's also because it's not in the mainstream. It is very difficult to define professional in the sport. Um, there are, I mean, um, brands of products and this and that that I'm, you know, they tell me I'm their ambassador for this or that. But uh, at the end of the day they're not sitting there paying you for it. Even the younger ones now in the sport are bringing some new um, methods to that whole sponsorship. They're not getting paid. They're all poor. I mean, they do this because of the love of the sport or the talent. Because uh, There isn't a question money into this in the sport at all. Yeah, who's funding like your training, medical expenses, your medical team or whatever else you have the... It's all me. Just you. It's honestly wow. all me. I mean, the charitable runs I do, um, uh, some of the things get paid for, my flights or this and that and stay. But um, that's different. Everything that's, is just you. Everything else regarding the sport is me. I, I purchase my gear. I, I get some things sent to me for free, uh, some clothing or um, some items of this and that. But it's mostly How about me. the it's team? What about the team you're taking um, with The you? team, um, I 
I pay for all their expenses. I pay for the hotel rooms and everything. Yeah. Because they're coming there for me and my goal. Yeah. They're there to help me with my goals. So the least I can do is to not have them. I mean, you're committed to this. Like a full time job practice. It's not a hundred percent thing. This is a thousand percent. You gotta be yeah. I think it's more than a thousand yeah. even. I think yeah. this is I'm in thousand percent and I, <laughs> I haven't ran from here to anywhere in the last I mean on a, let's look let's look at it <laughs> we're looking at it as, as a big picture as far as like hundred miles and stuff. Let me ask you this. I mean I don't even know if you've even calculated this. Can I, I cut mean, you off real quick? Go ahead. Sorry to do this. Go ahead. For Armenians to understand this, from here to Palm Springs is ninety miles. Yes. Now you could just consider 130 miles, bro. Yeah, you drive just two hours, chill. you're already going crazy. You're tired. Already. It's like you see the fans, you're like, oh, we're almost there. We're almost, we're almost there. there. We're almost there. This is insane. But uh, as far what was I saying? I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> what, is, uh, what is the time that I'm you're sorry, as, expecting to finish? Um, for the month. July race? Yes. Um, for the July, I would like... 42 hours. Uh, the first goal is to finish. Um, second goal is to be around 40 to 44 hours. Okay. Mm. So we should, below, we should get a bunch of Armenians and go there and with a big flag. With a big flag yeah, and everything. waiting for you. So, okay, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, let me, sorry to cut you. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, you fly. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. So, okay, we're, we, were looking, we were talking about 100 miles and 40 and, you know, two days and everything. I don't know if you, even if you calculate this or not or if you, even if you time it, how, how long does it take you to run one mile? Well, just okay. I just out of That's curiosity, because if it's on a flat surface, I, you know what? Tr call it call it a track. Is it climbing? Is there altitude? Is there heat? No, no, no. Oh, just okay. just a, a regular on, on a standard one mile. Because yeah, when yeah. we were in high school, we were like, oh, you know what? I ran I ran a mile. By the time we were done with the mile, we were like on our on our knees. Six like, minutes, right? Yeah. High school, I remember like six six minutes, minutes roughly. Like so, in college, my fifteen hundred meter time was four twenty eight. Say that one more time. In college, uh -huh. my mile time was four four twenty eight. What's the yeah. world record? Is it like it's way lower than that? It's not way three. lower. It's probably high threes. That was over twenty years ago, but that was yeah. enough for collegiate division one school. I think the world time. record should be in like the high threes. It's like high threes. I do I not think. run each mile at four minute pace. No, 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 no. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> so, um, no, it varies. I mean, it varies. I can do eight minute miles even 50 miles in if there's flat surface i try to book it and mm. then you hit the hills and you're pace yourself. slower and you have to pace yourself because you know you have another 70 miles to go or another 50 miles to go it, it, wow. you have to save your legs and save your lungs so it, there's a whole um that pace varies throughout it's we, never consistent. Remind our listeners that she's talking about running. This is not in a car, people. Yeah, they think running. racing. That I can go faster than that. <laughs> not in your car, numb nuts. Yeah. Again, for, for those. Again, just a reminder for those of you tuning in. Telma Altun is with us. She's a ultra marathon runner. Um, I mean, there's like just. I'm just, again. I'm just trying to wrap my head around. This I, whole I, running situation. I just did. Arnold made a great point. What he, did he say? He recommend. He, he thinks you should be in the next Avengers movie because that's. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. I mean, take that's... take the Black Widow out, and <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll have Telma Altoon on there. But he, Arnold was actually also asking if you have do you have any communication with people while you're running? Uh, do people call you? Do you have like a Bluetooth? Are you text anything? No, you're, you're just, I shut it off. Just shut off. Yeah, yeah, I shut don't. Off. Um, if I carry my phone, it's usually my pack turned off in the back for emergency but honestly most of the races i do they're in remote parts or in the mountains or high up or 
um, there's no reception. So my phone's They useless. don't get it. So, she yeah. wants to get away. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing this for a purpose. No, 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 no. I mean, so, but you do speak to the other athletes. There, the camaraderie in the sport is massive because because you need each other and the emotional part and the mental part is so intense that you do depend on each other and so even though you're competing against each other people watch out for each other make sure you're okay and you're fed you know if someone's not well everyone's very in tune to it so i do appreciate that part of the sport it's not like the marathons where you just go run do your own thing and leave push them over yeah it's 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 very you guys actually watch out for each other yeah it's a very tight uh environment Mm -hmm. yeah now let me ask you this how long when does training start? How long does training take place? And as far as nutrition is concerned, what does your diet consist of? Um, honestly, I grew up in an Armenian household. So overall, we eat really well, except the I'm kebabs. Not, I'm, and I'm not popping, you know, gatas or anything. Every day. <laughs> but but uh, normally, <laughs> our, med- <laughs> our Mediterranean diet usually is like really good. Um, so I I eat everything that's from soil and from trees. And I do eat meat these days too, but very lean meat once or twice a week. Um, But mostly vegetables, fruits. I I try to keep lean and healthy. So you're you're basically anything that... uh, But I eat a lot. Nothing processed. Nothing processed. No, I don't do processed food. I don't do pre-prepared food. Um, I don't do microwavable food. I don't do... I, I don't do... I'm... People call me a food snob, but I I like good, nutritious, well, healthy. So food. What, what about dairies and cheeses and stuff? Do you stay away from that um, as well? Because I mean, uh, cheeses are obviously processed. Are me. You can't. It's one of my favorite things. It's one of my weaknesses. I try to go easy on it. On the cheeses, yeah. And stuff. On the on the dairy, yeah. That's the cheat yeah. days. That's where you cheat. That's the yeah, cheat days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't have any guilt for it. <laughs> Does your husband or your kids, anybody else? like train with you run with you as well no, when my kids were little i used to take them on the Stroller. sport thing and just go and they just fall asleep <laughs> um and at some point they were on bike with me i would go around <clears throat> and they would bike it with me but no they have their own lives and sports i don't drag them and i don't push them and i don't yeah you know, that's, that's wow. my so as far as training i mean how many miles do you start let's say for example you haven't ran a marathon or ultra marathon in i don't know call it three months where does training begin? How do you pace yourself or how do you, how many miles do you begin with? And then do you increase it as far as daily, weekly, yeah. whatever it is? Honestly, at this point, I, I'm in the kind of shape that I can just go and do them. Um, I have one coming up this weekend. And then leading up to big races, I do book uh, particular races. They become part of my training. So I have the hard push um, but usually there's there's a whole um, schedule I follow where I have the hard weeks and the easy weeks. And then I have within the hard week, the hard days and the easy days and then the strength days and then the endurance days. It really varies. And and I try to peak the mileage up uh, like this weekend's run will be the peak mileage for the July race coming up. And then from there down, I'll start working down towards it. Um, so the longest run after next weekend, which will be about 50, 60 miles, then it will be 30 miles, but each day I'll work slowly down from it. Um, and then I give myself a rest period, a, a tapering period before it, where I sleep really well, I eat really well, and then reduce the mileage, reduce the gym workout. So it, it's the whole process. 
But once you yeah. do it so many years, as many years I've done it, it's just second na- yeah. second nature, basically. Yeah. Alfred had a question, which I, I'm not sure what he's referring to, but uh, he says, I'm sure she's gotten rap- rhabdomyolysis from doing a lot of these. No, I no? haven't. What, no. what is rhabdomyolysis? I've never gotten it from actual running and um, training nor racing. What is that? Rhabdo is uh, when you get kidney failure, uh, kidney. when your uh, nutrition or your, your um, electrolytes aren't there <clears> and <throat> you push so hard, you start peeing blood and uh, your kidney functions stop stops functioning and you get rhabdo. Oh, rhabdo is common in the sport. Is it? It's very common in the sport. So I, has there, I mean, going extreme with this, I know you were talking about the whole kidney failure, but has there been, as far as like deaths in the sport, people actually yeah. maybe dehydrating, just literally dropping dead? Yeah, there has been that and indirectly too, where people are run 100 miles, it takes them over 24 hours, they don't sleep the night, they get in the car, drive home fall asleep in the car and crash and die there's been the indirect no. deaths <laughs> it's not funny but i mean it, but there's yeah there's been health issues um there's there's a lot of that that goes on people various people have various it's not issues. it's not something the average person does buddy no. this is not something you say the one percent does no. it no yeah. it's it's like, like, one of the races i did was on Mont blanc um in the Alps in in Europe, and it started in Italy. You go through Switzerland and you finish in France. The, the race mm-hmm. literally takes you through the mountains, through three countries. And uh, the first twenty mile of the race, I remember going up this cliffside, and they don't have switchbacks where you can climb, you know, easily up. Yeah, yeah. It, they just go straight, straight up. up. We went up straight up the first 12 miles, and when I got to the top, there was a guy, and there was a giant drop, and then a ledge. The guy had fallen from the top to the ledge, and he was just there, and all this blood was there, and I saw it, and I just kept going, trying to not throw up but um yeah things happen i mean it's it's you're it's out extreme. and it's very extreme and the environments are extreme extreme is an understatement i'm telling you there's no she word did, you, guys, you guys do you realize this is extreme as in uh, hold on there there's a there's a saying in armenia but i you know, yeah, she just yeah. said 12 miles straight yeah, up. Just <laughs> just, you know, we're, yeah. we're walking, you know, we're running 12 miles straight I up. Keep, I'm like, I keep on thinking she's in the Range Rover. <laughs> you just went up 12 miles and then all of a sudden I look. <laughs> I look to my left. Someone's dead. Someone's, someone's dead. Someone's dead. I mean, no problem. We'll just move on. No problem. <laughs> yeah. It's just for me, it's like 12 miles straight up. I mean, yeah, don't yeah. you perfectly, per- perfectly yeah. normal? This is not probably something way lower <laughs> level. What's a runner's high? I've never been a runner my whole life. I play sports, but yeah. a lot of these people in running say runner's high. What does that yeah. mean? Oh, yeah. Well, ultra running, <laughs> in my opinion, ultra running takes you to a whole different level. It, so it is hallucinating, and that's part of it. No, too, no, right? no. <laughs> Yeah, they do yeah, shrooms right before they no, run. No, but when, <laughs> when, you, when you finish a massive distance, it doesn't matter how many times you've done it or how, how hard you work every day and you should do it, you should be able to. When you finish, there's this feeling like, wow, I just did that. It's just that feeling is such a massive high, and it carries you through two, three days. You can't believe you just did that. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just, that feeling finish. is is really, and and honestly, in this sport, with the amount of 
hormones that pump through you and the exhaustion, the fatigue, everything mixed up. It is like a physiological mm. thing that happens. Wow. At least it happens to me. So I'm high for like because two days. Po- what, 0.01% of the people could actually go through no, all I was, this. I was talking about That's when runners run, there's some type yeah, of a specific <clears throat> level of running. Adrenaline. They don't feel the pain. I guess it's adrenaline. That's yeah. the runner's high I'm talking about. Do you get it in this? Or I that's enjoy just... the pain. You enjoy the pain. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's I've heard that before. That's what I'm asking. Is it more okay, physical for... pain or mental pain? It's physical pain. Physical pain. I enjoy it. Um, I hit it usually around mile 40. And when it comes, it feels really good. I know it sounds wow, insane, but insane, it feels bro. good. And then it feels good to push through it. So I mean, your your legs, your body's basically saying stop, stop it, yeah. but you're like, you know what? I don't give a shit what you're telling me. I'm just gonna keep going. It's, it's yeah. like your cars run out of engine oil. You're like, I'm keep gonna going. Keep yeah. going. It's okay. I got synthetic yeah. in here. I could I could push it another yeah. three hundred miles. It's only uphill from here. Is it like the ankles, the knees, and stuff that start It's not off? my bones and joints because I'm so trained. Those don't hurt. But the there's muscle fatigue and there's they're just um, throbbing because you're you're pounding and you're especially the road races where there's a lot of pounding yeah. and you don't have um, soft terrain Cushing. like you know uh, dirt. So like the last one I did and I pushed hard in the last one. Um, it was on road mostly and it hurt. It, there's pain associated with it. Obviously, it's not pain free. I would so. recommend one of these shoe companies sponsor you. I mean, if you can run 135 <laughs> miles in a shoe and feel comfortable. That's the company man. to buy, bro. I'm, buy, I'm paying $500 for those After shoes. After eight hours in a day, I get home and like, I can't wait to take my shoes off. <laughs> well, you weren't here at Louis Vuitton Red Bottle. Okay, how many, wait, wait, we need to know this. How many shoes do you go through? I do change my shoes. Um, in the hot races, I definitely change them because your Over feet eating. swell and yeah. you're, you know, and in Death Valley, the ground is so hot. I mean, there's over 200 degrees coming out of the, just the asphalt. Your your feet are essentially cooking in the shoes. So in order not to swell up and constantly hit it and get blisters and, you know, lose nails, um, losing nails is a common thing in the sport too. But <laughs> you get bigger <laughs> shoes. I, so I do the bigger shoes so i don't have that problem no, but geez. in most races I, you know even if they're not hot your feet are swelling so i, I change I, them tell me you have no idea how much respect we yeah, have for you we're laughing at it we, i feel stupid for Seriously. not even walking here. i <laughs> stubbed my toe on the table like oh, my, my nail's gonna fall off we're not, Shit. like i feel like we're laughing but we're, we're not laughing i just i mean okay. shock like i'm telling you I, like i said i i stubbed my toe my nail turns black i'm like crap as a female, you wear open toe shoes. I, I never wear open toe shoes, so I don't have to worry about it. But I mean, it's 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 insane. I take just care insane. of them and I change the shoes so that I don't lose them all the time. But it is pretty common. It's insane. In the sport because of constant. Do you yeah. do you guys understand why there's not too many people in this sport? Yeah. <laughs> you guys do get why. Yeah. <laughs> it's the punishment. Yeah. Well, I I have to. I mean, Jenny. I have to comment on this. Jenny seems everything we talk about. She seems to. She is truly a freaking encyclopedia. Genugo, Genugo, Yeah, it's like everything we talk about. Well, they call it Uncle Rabdo and in CrossFit circles. And since when were you in CrossFit circles? Jenny, we're gonna have you back yeah. on again. It's crazy. Everything we talk Jenny about. Jenny can be she, here any any day. I'm, but, yeah, go. I mean, the mental focus, like the physical, the physical pain. I guess it's all mental too, because you got to go through the physical. I'm trying to just 
You have to endure it. I, I, yeah. I can't absorb all this and try. I'm trying to figure out how do you have that type of mental endurance to be able to just for 48 hours straight. I mean, yeah. just That's, stay focused and tunnel vision. Tunnel vision tunnel where. Vision. Yeah. How do you? And everything is amplified when you're there and you're doing this. The whole you're in the suffer fest and you're in the suffering zone <laughs> everything is amplified and the rest of the world kind of just shuts off shuts on off. you but everything around you and what you're doing and what's happening to you is amplified um but yeah to keep it in control and to continue relentlessly and to not give in to to it is the key and i've had my bad races where yeah i give in to it and i just it's a day where i just i'm done suffering i'm out um i've done that and i've dropped from races um but uh, when you push through and you get through the bad part, it's like a mental abyss. You just go deep down. And yeah. a lot of it is nutrition related too. And um, uh, some of it is nutrition related. And uh, it could be also hormonal related because when you're awake for that long and you, you push your body that long, um, there's things that happen with your brain. You have these highs that you're super happy out there and just giddy and yeah. And then you have 10 hours later, you're completely the opposite. It's total mental Did I abyss. turn the oven off? Yeah, <laughs> mental abyss and you have to pull yourself out of it wow. and talk yourself out of it. So but how? I mean, how difficult? She said at, 40, at the 40th mile, she is completely at a pain. Euphoria, basically. When yes, does the pain yeah. go away? at the end it's like is it 20 miles 30 miles 40 miles later um, there are times where um there are times where it kind of subsides as your your mood is going up and down but the physical um agony of it it's it's there but it's part of the pleasure so it's not really it's part of the pleasure uh, it's just you that, shut you you're basically saying that there have been races where you've to, stopped yeah. where you the pain was so much that you stopped i mean for an average Joe, I'd say that's probably maybe 10, 15, 20 miles in where, I mean, when, when does it hit you where you go, you know what, I just, I mean, what makes you stop? I feel like there's nothing that could actually stop you. I mean, what is... Well, when you have the bad days, you know, where you're mentally not wanting to endure it anymore. I see. Are, are you this focused with everything else in life? Like, or is this just kind of your um, calling? I'd like in to a think sense. I am, <laughs> but I... I this has been with me for a long time and and i got into the sport for this particular race since i was a teenager and um it's very important to me and on many levels i've been led by it i feel um so it is it's very um it's where my passion is um mm -hmm. and through it i've been able to do some you know accomplish some of my other passions um so through the charitable runs, like with the John Abar Trail in Armenia and Artsakh, that was, you know, I, I was able to do things that I wanted to do for the motherland. And Which for, is what, if you can talk about yeah, this. Let's go into yeah, that um, a little in bit. In 2017, well, in two, um, okay, so 100th year anniversary of the genocide commemoration, there was, uh, a, I don't know if you guys heard, but um, cyclists cycled from <clears throat> LA to DC, Armenian yes, cyclists. Yes. and. So they had um, a runner come in there and run 50 miles and hand them a with a baton to start it, which was me. And then um, I did that. They started, and then I flew over there to do the last 50 miles and take the baton and finish it at the steps of Congress. And um, through that, I met Hans um, Kuiper. He's he's Armenian, part Armenian, and um, he 
talked about this Janabar trail in Armenia, this ancient trail that runs through Vardanis, which is southern part of Armenia, and all through Artsakh, the entire, uh, all of Artsakh. Yeah, it goes to the bottom, to Hadrut. And we'd gotten to know each other, and turns out he lives in the valley and a few miles away from me. I met up with them, and I said, and he was like, we need to get on it. You know, he's a cyclist. And, and I said, I'd like to run it. Let's do something. And so we got other friends who have NGOs who do good work in Armenia who said that, okay, we can do the fundraising, have this run be a fundraiser. And my main goal, honestly, with this wasn't to show off athleticism or et cetera, because obviously I have my racing. I can do that anytime no. and get these buckles at the end and yay, you know. <laughs> but for me, it was important to be there and to show this trail and to to kind of break the mold and the, the BS that they hear in the media about Artsakh not being safe, which is completely not true. It's safe, it's beautiful, it's wonderful. And we want to show this trail to the world, especially people in my sport, since I am friends with many in the community, uh, because many of the Europeans who do my sport like to adventure and go to places and do, you know, these kinds of things. New trails and everything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. explore all that. And so I thought it'd be great. And so we did it. And we went, we started from Vardenis and it was very difficult because of navigational issues and uh, no one had done it. And it's not like it's a marked course. You can just fly through it or, you know, but um, all the villagers came out and they supported and they were there and they thought I was some alien from another planet <laughs> I because I had all this equipment and I had this GPS like spot. You could, you could on Facebook, follow me and press wow. and see where I am in the oh, world. Are you serious? I had That's that insane. live, like every, every hour it would shoot out where I am. Like a satellite. Yeah. Thing. And then like I had messages pre, you know, inscripted in there and I would throw it out where I am, what I'm doing. It's great. So it was, it was a really great thing. And honestly, that money has carried through until now. Uh, it's employed people. People have been building bridges. I had to cross bridges that were just like one dingly little, <laughs> you know, <laughs> log. And it's like 15 feet. And there's like rocks and death underneath. So um, we replaced those with actual bridges with the money, employed people to build trails. And <coughs> Basically, so, you were running, swinging, yeah, swimming, everything. Yeah. There's so a project the like that going run, on right now. Yeah. In yeah. Well, yeah, that was from the funds of that run. And my wish for some of those bridges to be replaced and they named one of the bridges in honor of me, which I really appreciate it was humbled by. Wow. It. Nice. nice. Yeah. And then, so now they've asked me to come back and run around Lake Savon in September, oh, which nice. is mm. also 130 miles. Go <laughs> that's it. That number. Yeah, I just that's, can't a get away. That's, that's a warm up for yeah. you. What are you talking about? All in altitude, but yeah. Uh, so that's happening in September for fundraising efforts for the same trail building. Has that been project. done before? So you have to be careful. No, there. it hasn't. It's been. never been done. Yeah, before. it hasn't been done. So you can over there. You got to be careful the from the sun. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I don't know. We didn't have any Guinness Book of you know records <laughs> people with us for the John Our Trail. I don't think we are going to have it. But um, it's I just do it for charity. You know. That's awesome. It's, nice. It gives back. You know what you should do for the next for the seven run? Yeah. Take your phone with you. Yeah. And go live. <laughs> literally yeah, just go just go I, 48 hours I, I, th I think i could watch you run for at least at least an hour or something people tune into of course what, before you run out of breath of course you're gonna, you're gonna probably... get busy just watching her run <laughs> I'll, st I'll start hallucinating seeing bats <laughs> can you imagine if she had like one of those gopos and 
you could just watch them the whole time. Not GoPros, the little uh, helicopters that the drones. Yeah, drones. Yeah. They, they had drones. They actually uh, take my, a video of you running. Uh, they they did do droning a little bit in some parts in Artsakh, but uh, they had it on footage. Are there any videos or footage that we can actually share with our viewers as far as the videos, the drone ones yeah, you're talking um, about? Yeah, Armenia Fund put out a whole package of. Uh, of it. Okay, and we'll we'll find that link. We'll yeah. actually, I I yeah. would like to see I it as well. I think it's on my resume. I gave you it. The link is on there. On and, the bottom. This and time. um, yeah, and they aired it afterwards in LA and all that for their fundraising. So beautiful, nice, yeah. beautiful, very nice. <laughs> so Ar Armenia, seven hundred thirty miles. Yeah. When is this taking place again? September. September. Mid September. Yeah. And it's just basically all the way. It's just like a circle around it. It happens entire... to be hundred thirty miles. Yeah. Seven hundred thirty-one. Yeah. Christina yeah, says you should write a book. She's apparently a runner as well, casual uh, runner, I would. Or maybe, <coughs> Christina, do you run marathons as well? Christina Terosevian. Yeah. Um, do you know her? Uh, I got to see the name. Sorry. She says, um, Yes, I know. Yerevan <laughs> started marathons last year. Yes, and I know. apparently she's doing it as well. So she's a marathon runner. You know? Yes, she is a marathon runner. I met wow. up with her. Uh, a few weeks ago, she came out to see me and meet me. <laughs> nice. She's a sweet girl. I, I saw a few actually of my Facebook friends, which they recently started training for the marathon or even half half marathon. And they ran it within like a eight to 12 week training afterwards. I mean, that's, I mean, that, to me, that's a huge accomplishment to be able it to is. run. What is it like 13 26. miles? 13, 12, half a mile, yeah. half a marathon is 13. 13 miles yeah. with only that's 8 to 12 weeks of training? Anybody can do it. What do you mean? It's Honestly, not that big a deal. Anyone on I did it wrong. Are you kidding me? 13 miles? What is that? It's not that big a deal. After speaking to if this woman here? that's high time in, your body will respond. <laughs> she starts feeling pain after 40 miles. That's like a 7 to 8 hour. Yeah. Hour. yeah. You're yeah. willing to do it? That's I'll drive. He'll sit on the scooter <laughs> no, behind not you. Not right <laughs> now. I can't do it today, but it's, not, it's doable. For her, that's just like a warm-up. That's a morning run for her. What what's what's doable for her has absolutely nothing to do with the other seven point <laughs> eight billion of us. <laughs> the rest of us yes, world. Yes. Oh, it's like, man. well, it's doable for her, so I can do I it. think if you take the, the stamina from the four of us and combine it and charge it up like times whole year, twenty whole year. and like we train it, get it. I don't now. think it'll I don't think it'll reach whatever you yeah, have. You'll walk up to Sunset Canyon, maybe. All of our steps, all of our steps combined throughout the year. We don't even average half of it. Your whole <laughs> lifetime, you won't get it. What are you being so thing, remember, ambitious remember, all of a sudden? She doesn't sleep for a certain yeah. amount of days. 14 hours, no sleep, run. Come on, man. Do you ever walk or it's always run? It's like a You do have run? moments where you have to, you have oh to walk. <laughs> and when you're, your team is giving you food and whatnot, you're still moving, but you're trying to hurry but it up. Her walking is probably our running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what's your average speed? Do you, like, it, it varies. Like I said, you know, from eight minute miles, seven minute miles to it can be no, like miles per hour. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, eight minute miles. Sorry. Miles, yeah. So, so that means make... divide by sixty and yeah. <laughs> divide into sixty. What? I'm I'm still flabbergasted <laughs> by her stamina. Oh, I'm, I'm, I I can't even do math anymore. It's, a, it's not common core. Uh, let me ask you this: How do you feel after the race, as far as physically? How long does it take yeah, you to recover? recover? Yeah, that's a good question. It depends on the race and how much I push myself. Call um, it call it a hundred miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call it a hundred miles. All of a sudden, it's, that's the uh, that's call it everything we've been. To, uh, she's jumping into one thirty. I'm like, shit. Okay, forty is embarrassing if you talk about forty. She's like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Forty? What's forty? I'm about yeah. to bust a hundred. 30 here, this guy's talking about 40 miles. The 100 miles, like the last one I did, it was. 
pretty quick because I was really strong going into it and I did push hard, but um, uh, it was three days within, you know, the first day out of it, I'm home, I walk it off. I go out, I walk because if you don't move, you swell up, it, everything just sets in, it's, it's worse. So you have to consistently move. That's the tricky part. It's painful, but you have to keep moving. So um, I walk it off the first day or so, and then I start jogging the second, third day and move some more and then it's fine within three, mm -hmm. four days. This last one, I really was, you know, this last one I partnered up, this last one I didn't salt and see was a totally different format. You, you partner up <clears throat> with another ultra runner and you run together as a team. So the record holder of the transcontinental record, record holder was my partner. She's pretty solid, fast athlete. And basically she ran from DC to California and she has the record, uh, world record <laughs> for it. <laughs> Yeah. How many days yeah. did that take? Is that via Southwest Airlines? It's like what she's talking about. It. Yeah, we just uh, ran to DC and then on our way back to Brooklyn, we took Philadelphia and then went to uh, the Niagara Falls. And I swear to God, anyway, I, I can't wrap my head around we, we stopped so by she... Mexico to get some tacos. I can't, I can't, I can't drive to Vegas. So I refuse she... to drive to Vegas. This Let woman me tell is. You about her. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, we we tend to digress, but. Yeah, so she, I was teamed up with her, and so she pushed me like really hard, because she's used to just being in the front and powering through, and so it was only 81 miles, but my recovery has been like really I'm sorry, long. Just... No, but my, compared to the other races, it, my recovery has been that? really long with this Whoa. one because I pushed so hard with her. To, we did come in second dual team, so it was pretty good. How long but does something like that take? This took us around, I think, 19, 20 hours. I, I don't know the official results for this race Ooh. yet. It wasn't posted, so I don't know yet. But, yeah, around that. And then time. after that, you sit in your car and go home. Yeah, well, for this one, no, I had a place at the end and rested, relaxed, ate, showered. Uh, do ice but baths, stuff like that help as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm in the jacuzzi a lot for recovery. Hot or cold? Hot. hot. Really? Yeah. And I would think actually the... cold would help you she recover. Switches. I do do ice sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I do do ice, but I'm in jacuzzi a lot. Um, and then for this uh, July race, of course, I'm in the sauna too. I, I, yeah, some of our listeners sessions. are now like, yeah, well, I'm in the jacuzzi sometimes too. <laughs> not after an 80 mile run, you're not. Yeah. It really does help. Yeah. It does I turn my bathtub on sometimes. Yeah. Throw, it, throw in a bath bomb. <laughs> a bath bomb. <laughs> CBD, CBD bath, bath bomb. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jenny, by the way, you're banned from the wise nuts. You make us look stupid with your, <laughs> with your knowledge. <laughs> not divide, multiply. <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself, young man. Speak yeah. for yourself. <laughs> wow. Do you guys have any uh, anything you want to run by? I mean, I'm just literally I, I, run I, by. I, I, I can't. I can't say the word run. Yeah. I can't even. I, I should, at the table. Though. I shouldn't even say. I, I, you know what? From okay. now on, at the office, I'm just gonna run everywhere. Wait, yeah. did you bring a car here? Yeah, yeah. You, you, I drove. I was like, I was drove. Here for I saw her drive, so she pulled in the parking. <laughs> she has a Tesla. It drove here, and she ran. She, she, probably, ran. she goes faster than the Tesla, Tesla. <laughs> because Tesla stops at what 120 miles. No, no man, they, they go they go 300 <laughs> now. 300 now? 330. 
I mean, do you have any? I can't. I don't even feel stupid asking this, but any advice for somebody who wants to start running? <laughs> I mean, I, no, I'm serious. Like, what? What should Armon be doing right now? <laughs> okay, not an avid runner like me. I'm talking about the average, the average, average, average Joe. For ultras, I, I think anybody and everybody can. No, do not it. ultra. Like, yeah. just somebody who wants somebody to. Somebody who wants to just start it. Get start up small. and run three yeah. miles in the morning. Every yeah, day. I mean, start you know. small. Start with a mile. And then work up to two miles and three miles. Once you do it slowly, your body acclimates to it and adjusts to it. So you're able to do it. I actually have been trying to get some friends, especially through some of the I mean, organizations that yeah. have like hiking groups and whatnot, people who are in shape. <clears throat> I've been trying to get them to do the ultras so that we have some Armenians in the ultras. Have you found anyone yet? I, I did find a couple of guys who did a 50K and came out with me and they did a 50K. So they finished. And, wow. Um, but one of them said, I'll never do it again. <laughs> the other one but, is no longer with us. <laughs> He's on my Osmos service. <laughs> no, she's like, you guys remember that guy off the cliff I was talking about? That was him. That was him. The cliff guy with the blood? Yeah. What I, <laughs> you, so, I, mean, uh, I would like others to get into the sport, especially young Armenians, oh. and if they can be stronger, faster, and better than me, and I would like that. I would love to do it. But uh, not with you. <laughs> I, I, somebody, somebody, some, like somebody, somebody who we can should be. have the four of us go running. See who can like last long. Do Just it. To be the, the wise nuts ultra runner. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want us all to have a stroke in that? We need the show to he continue. We soccer. have viewers. <laughs> oh, cool. Let's try this. I think I have a chance to win something. You have a chance. <laughs> he finally has a chance to succeed and beat us at something. Not something. A lot. Of Uh, my brother's uh, my brother's my brother's motivating me. He's like, Arno, we start hiking tomorrow. We've we've been trying we've been we've been trying to start hiking for the we used to, here's the thing. I used to we used to do hiking uh two to three times a week yeah. up Bram Park. That's good. And we would wake up seven in the morning, eight in the morning, head up there, come back down, yeah. shower, go to work. That's great. And then I don't know Life. what I, and then, and how then many I, times did you do that? Three about two to three times a week. <laughs> For my one cousin, week, my cousins. No, no, no. We half did, a week. We did it for a very long time. Half the week. I think he does. <laughs> I think we did it for a year now. Every so often, he does yeah. the half marathon. Oh, nice. And stuff. Yeah. So I'll I'll tell him to look you up. Sure. Oh, yeah. Insane. Tell him to do ultras. Oh my god. <laughs> Train harder. I don't know if I don't know any other yeah. human being that can do that. I personally don't know any. You're the only Armenian, right? <clears throat> so far, I, you know, honestly, that's what I've seen, and so far, that's... woman or even within... woman and in all I sexes, think all in genders. all sexes, I was for a long time, but I got a couple of my friends into it. So, but I, I don't see them during races. I don't, you know, and I've been looking and I've been trying. I've not, I've put myself out so that more will come. Um, so I'm hoping more will. That's come, insane but... to be the only athlete in the, in this sport throughout the world. That's insane. She's one out of ten million. I but I wish that yeah. others would join. I'm trying very hard to to you know make it inclusive and not so impossible. Yeah. And and it's just a matter of time and training. I think anyone can do it. So, so as far as uh, on average, how many people are in each ultra race? Let's say uh, a sixty mile or seventy mile. Um, it that varies too. You can have a small race, thirty people in it. You can have up to two hundred in it. And then as far as Male female ratios. I mean, are there more males? Are there more females? There's definitely more males. There's really? definitely more males. Definitely. And you and you've beaten and, and you've beaten them. Majority. I, yeah, I beat men. I mean, there are men that are slower than me. Um, 
but there are many women that are <laughs> extremely fast and strong. What uh, kind of shoes do you use? <clears throat> I use very simple shoes. Um, the gear for the sport, it can get extremely expensive and um, special and all of that and light and this and that. And I have a lot of that. But when it comes to shoes, I'm very simple. I wear what I've worn since childhood, which is just Nike shoes. People laugh at me, but that's what works for me. So simple Nike. Simple Nikes. No New Balance, none of that stuff as no, far as they say. Oh, no. New Balance are the runner shoes. For mountain races, sometimes I wear Solomons. They're a French brand, uh, but majority of the time I'm in my Nikes. Honestly, I feel yeah. like since childhood running, my feet have molded to it, so I can't wear anything else. So I do <laughs> How long do they last? Like a pair of shoes will last well, you two oh, races with, at least? or? Well, you're supposed to wear them up to 300 miles, okay. so I switch them every, <laughs> every few weeks. So well, I, know, couple, I know that a couple hours. I did know shoes have miles yeah. limits. The they average do, person yeah, has to replace it every 57 years. She replaces it every two 57 weeks. hours. <laughs> <laughs> 7 hours. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I'm, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's, I I'm serious. I do replace them I mean, very quickly, yes. I mean, and then it, I have the larger sizes, so I have various shoes at the same time I wear. So, now, you, honestly, I think, you're, I think you're gifted. I swear. Uh, who? It was Aram that said it, right? Aram yeah. said you have to be gifted, genetically. genetically gifted to do something. Just like you look at most uh, crazy athletes like LeBron James. The guy's gifted. I mean, he's genetically molded to be... A basketball player, player. Yeah. just like and like Messi, soccer. For you, I mean, you have to be genetically molded to do this. As far as passing the genes on, you have two teenagers, right? Yes. yes. Are it either one of them a runner? No, they hate really? it. They hate running. I never push it. This you can't is, push this it. Is so right? extreme. I don't push it. Well, I mean, not um, even but, not even ultra marathon, but as far as any. No, they do volleyball. My daughter does volleyball. My son does soccer. But they're involved in as far as physical they're sport. No. They're in sports. Okay, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. A husband. As far he's, as what is how is he feeling? He's not a runner. He hates running, but he's in the gym. He's in the gym every day, four o'clock in the morning. So um, the family athletic, but mom is the super mom only. Yeah, I'd call her Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, dad is a super dad in the house too. I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, you're gone for those events, and yeah, he's very that's, supportive. That's a super dad, and then so takes care of the kids and watches over. It's a whole thing because it's not like I go race for two hours and come back. Yeah. I'm gone overnight, and some of them are further, and I'm gone two, three days or a whole weekend. So, so. you have the support system. Which yeah, is great. it has to be there. Without it, I couldn't have done it. Unbelievable. Does does it over the years? I mean, does it take a? Because you you said with age you've become better because you've learned to be patient now. How about in terms of physically? You don't, because as far as I know, running on concrete is very hard on your knees. Yeah. I, so how do you? I you know I stay do healthy? take a lot of supplements, vitamins, joint, bone, all kinds of things, <clears throat> obviously. But yeah, I do have concerns for future. The sport hasn't been long enough, hasn't been there long enough for people to know twenty, thirty years down the road what is the ramifications of these people who are doing what I'm doing, and there are people in my 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 you know, running mates, they're doing a lot more races, some of them than me, and back to back to back. And I do wonder what's going to happen to us what's when we're in our 50s age? or 60s. Uh, the average age is high. It's in like mid 40s. Oh. And 
yeah, the age thing is is benef- is a benefit because you're more patient. You have the sometimes the faster, more talented athletes in their 30s, and they're faster than the rest of us. But they come in there and they don't have that uh, focus and they don't have that patience plan. and plan. They come in there and just bust it out and then just die Run out. out and, of the yeah, or like... they do two three races that are extremely exceptional. They win, but you never see them ever again. So with my age, it's a little more calculated. It's a little more cautious. Um, but as far as the health thing, yeah, I do worry and I, I don't think I'm going to do this for far much longer. There's a couple of races that I have on my bucket list that I must do before I die. (laughs) So I'll do them. Um, one of them is in Italy. It runs through the entire boot. It's from San Remo to, um, it's from Milan to San Remo. It runs the entire boot. It's 175 <laughs> it's all, miles nonstop. It's only, it's 175. only 175. You know you could take a train. I think there's. It has a nice view. A nice Have you tried bed. that? Have you tried like cheating the race once in a while? No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Remember when we were in high school, they would tell you to run the mile? I would always be the guy that looked at the coach. As soon as someone was talking to him, straight through <laughs> cut through the middle. Yeah. That's that's how you got your record, huh? Yeah, I don't hold any record. Okay. What's the other one that you were talking about? One was Italy. What's the other um, big race? The one that's coming yeah, up. Yeah, there's um, there's a race I did in Utah. It ran from Utah to Arizona in the Grand Canyon. It, it ran through the whole Grand Canyon on foot. It was 175 miles, but it was in stages. So it's a whole different type of racing. I've driven that, um, and the drive is horrible. <laughs> And those same race directors, they hold the same in Hawaii, uh, but not on the main island in a really uh, back part on the of main, Hawaii. On the main island. Not on the main island. In, some, in one of the islands that's just very um, not um, uh, metropolitan. And it's, it's very mountainous, it's I'm assuming. Mountainous and crazy and, yeah, and jungly. And so I, I'd like to do that too for fun. Um, but that's, I think, 150 some miles. But oh as if it's not hard enough to run in a controlled environment, you're in the jungle where you have to watch where you're running because you could twist your ankle. Or Foreign you could, objects. Yeah, there's so many things that, things that wild animals. Yeah. And uh, you, like you said, you've ran into wild animals bobcats, yeah. lizards, I'm sure lions, snakes, mount- bears. Bears? Bears. I, boy, no. I see bears all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, we're in the uh, bears. Are, bears yeah. are totally normal for us. Bears. I mean, even though we have them here too, when I go training locally, there's bears here. Where do you time. train? I train everywhere. Um, I train in the mountains behind me, which are the Santa Susanas. I train in the um, Santa Monica Mountains. Um, I train um, Mount Wilson, the local mm-hmm. mountains, yeah. tall mountains, yeah. Wilson, Baldy, those kinds of things. Um, the waterfall one, you went up there? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's various the Run- paths. The Ethan Canyon. Ethan, Ethan Canyon. Canyon. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just did that recently. <laughs> yeah, you can go straight That's up. the most athletic thing I've done in the <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, yeah. tell me, let me ask you this. Uh, as far as physically, um, I'm sure you calculate your body and what it does as far as the nutrition that goes in and all that stuff. What is your resting heart rate? Because I know for runners, the resting heart rate is very, very, very low. Yeah, it's 48. What? That's crazy. It's actually high now because I'm older. When I was younger, it was lower. Can you believe that? 48. My resting heart rate is like 80, 70 something if I'm lucky. You're an anxious young man. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And then as far as when you're running... Where 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 is it as far as the lowest? Where is it at its peak? I don't know. I you don't, never you, track my heart. Rate. Yeah. Wow. I don't so you're low tech compared to the rest. Like 
There's the guys that do regular <clears throat> marathon and they go all out with yeah, like different Yeah, I'm low tech. No, I don't, I don't do those 48. things. 48. Yeah. Wow. 48. Yeah. Nurses, I used to be 44 when I was in college. Nurses aren't surprised you. every time they check? Honestly, like, when I've had dental work, they freak out. Why? They freak, because because the minute they 46, take my heart and they just, oh, I can't put you under. I can't put you under. There's something wrong. And I tell I'm an athlete. This is a, normal. And then they call the doctor and then they, yeah. It's, so. that's, that's not normal. 40 is just not normal. Yeah. Because under that 40 is... is pretty dangerous right uh, for regular under people 50, well yeah. i think you, what was people. usain bolt i know usain bolt was in his ending he was in his 30s or 40s as well his his rest that's one of the, the secrets theirs is different i mean it's a whole the completely different so training different. because it's an explosion i've it's heard yeah within that 100 mile 100 meter yeah. uh sprint they're they could be burning 500 calories i mean i don't know really yeah how it's just some everything is just different for it's them. completely muscle different mass is yeah. faster twitching muscles a lot more muscles smaller muscles yeah. shorter muscles i think we covered this as far as the calorie counts i mean uh, but i want to really touch base on it again how many calories do you eat and how many how many calories do you burn off in that mile in the, in those miles that you're running a lot um honestly the rule of thumb for me is to do four or five hundred calories an hour so i have to be on top of it and I have to be ahead of it. So, so I can't get negative. Intake. So wow. while I'm running each hour, it has to be consumed. And I have to come in with it. And what are you consuming as far as food-wise? Um, I mean, is it like bars? protein bars and stuff like that? or No, is it... I don't do processed stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I, on the tape, well, usually um, I do a lot of starches during races because they're easy on my rice. stomach. Um, rice, balls, or potatoes, salt, um, and then sometimes they'll have grilled cheese uh, to have greasy, fatty. And they'll have like a tortilla with like turkey. That's where I get my protein, protein. and avocados. <laughs> they'll have wrap it with avocado, get my fat that way. Those things are my solid go-to. But you wouldn't need a lot of salt with it too. A lot of salt. And yeah. then I take electrolyte tablets. One, one water, one bottle is usually water. The other bottle is electrolyte tablets that has all kinds of vitamins to not get cramping and not prevent a bunch of other But nothing issues. like Gatorade or Powerade or any of that stuff, right? No pH water. It's not real for them. Though. No, it's too much sugar in the Gatorade. I do love the taste of Gatorade, but it's too much sugar in the Gatorade. Um, I do the Nun tablets or um, Hammer Nutrition has fizz tablets that has yep. electrolyte and the vitamins you need. And, and you just pop it in the drink and it fizzes and you drink it. Yeah, and it's quick on the on the go. I can just open it, pop it. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's not normal, man. <laughs> I don't know. So, I, I, I sometimes I'm... think I need 500 calories, calories an hour, but that's... That's just yeah. what you think. <laughs> 500 <laughs> calories in pizza. Yeah, you, That's not because I'm running. You it's end just... up burning 100 calories, you know, per mile. So you're running 80 miles or 100 miles. That's a lot of calories. And then you have altitude and gain and climbing. 100, 100, 100 calories, calories per mile? Per mile, yeah. That's what the normal yeah. is. So... To burn. You look at it on a treadmill, man. When you run a, when you run a mile, you look at the calorie you count that you burn. don't go to the gym? Yeah. So you have to run 20 miles to burn 2,000 calories? Yeah, mm. That's a Pretty lot of much. calories wow. to burn, yeah. 2,000 yeah. calories is a big deal? So but run, that's, that's, yeah. that's just on it a flat is. surface. That's just on flat surface. When you so have she's... altitude, it's more. When you have climbing and uphills, it's more. Have you done anything in Colorado, the mile high? I've done stuff in Colorado. And how is it as far as training there? Because I know the it's air is high. very thin. Very so thin. she has yeah, to train high. there for uh, yes. seven? 
high. Are you um, yeah, there? Lake Savon is going to be at 6,000 feet. So you're going to train in Colorado probably? No, no, I'll just do local stuff. Over there? It. Yeah, because How many it's months do you think you're going to be there for I that? do really well in 6,000, 7,000 feet. Okay. Um, I mean, I, there was but, a 100-miler I did here in Kodiak, uh, 100 and Big Bear, and that went from seven to 10,000. Yeah, I, I do really well, six, 7,000, eight, 9,000. I struggle a bit. It's, I become slower, but six, 7,000, I'm at my peak. The bats That's come it. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything, you, any, I, anything for us? What preparations do you do for seven? Because over there, if you stand under the sun for 10 minutes, you're cooked. Yeah, I know. Um, honestly, for that, I am going to be covered up, but I have a team for that too. Okay. Uh, so they've involved World Vision, which is um, the largest humanitarian charitable organization. They're apparently doing all the logistics. So uh, apparently every 10 miles or so, we're going to hit villages that will have food for me, mm -hmm. almost like an aid station. Yeah. But I will have a vehicle again with media and uh, a couple of friends in there that are supporting and a couple of people who are helping me and they will pace me, uh, you know, five miles here, 10, 10 miles there. A next lot of me. sunscreen. They'll pace me to help me. Sunscreen and all, but yeah, I'll yeah. be covered. So, yeah. Mm, that's going to be, it'll be yeah. so cool to be actually, to be there. You have, we have dozens yeah. of listeners who are in awe and praising <laughs> you for what you're oh, able thank to you. accomplish. Thank I you. Mean, I do it for all of us. I don't blame them. It's, I keep Thank we you. keep on kind of like laughing because we yeah, don't even know. We just keep like, looking at each other, laughing. We don't know what to say. It's so. <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, in awe. It's yeah, crazy. it's. Uh, Thank you. It's like interviewing Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You're you like the Michael Jordan of long distance running. That's truly what it's. It's unbelievable how you're able Thank to you. sustain that focus. I I can't wrap my mind around it. It's you know for us average people, it's just. The reason she does it is another thing. Like, there's nothing involved at the end. Like, no financial gain. Regular human yeah. beings exactly. won't do something like this for no gain. Yeah. I mean, I she does have gain. Important. Well, yeah. I, the... I feel like if 50 years down the road, a little Armenian girl wants to run or do this kind of sport, I want her to know someone else did it, and you can too. Yeah. And they want look at history. And so but that's part of the reason I'm getting my Armenian citizenship. I want my records to stand officially. So that, as an Armenian. Yeah, yeah, as an Armenian. Oh, wow. That's I mean, nice. The, that's great. the races that I do, all the race directors have been <clears throat> extremely accommodating, and they let me run as an Armenian, not American. So that's great. Um, it's been wonderful. But um, it is, it's important for the next generation to know that, yeah, we have some history with it. The red, blue, and orange is there. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's it's, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I just, I mean, you doesn't happen too much on the way. Yeah. Speechless yeah. doesn't happen. We don't. We're never speechless. We usually <laughs> we, we usually them. don't. We cut each other off. We don't give each other turns because we have so many stupid questions. But here it's like all night. I've been saying, "Wow, that's it." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got tired of just hearing the 135 uh, miles. I can imagine only, only, only Armand has miles. a good question. He's asking, do you ever like after a race? Do you just kind of cheat and go off and just eat whatever you want, or you're just always? Um, <clears throat> I eat. I eat well, but I eat. I consume a lot. I consume a lot of calories because I need to 
You lost a lot of calories. Yeah, I need to replenish and recover. And recovery requires a lot of protein and good nutritious food. So I don't cheat and go have donuts or crappy food. Sometimes mm. I crave that stuff. It could be a little bit of cheating here and there, but I don't just eat crap afterwards. Nice I, I make sure I eat good things to replenish because there's micro tears, there's muscle damage, yeah. there's there's so much that needs to be repaired back again. And but your b- body recovers it. faster than it, the average well, person. Well, it does because I've been doing it, but um, it still needs, you know, needs that. So nutritious. Can so, you tell us what, like, as far as injuries, what have you had as far as serious injuries? Um, knock on wood, um, when it comes to racing, running, I haven't had any injuries. Knock I, on I um I'm very careful with it. I don't, I'm not belligerent with it. Um, and as I said, I cross train, cross training is really important. Uh, I'm in the gym doing a lot of routines so that I maintain, a, you know, the balance of strength and, and try to do other things, even though I hate other things and I hate the gym. Um, I just love running, but just running would get me injured. And cross training, you mean by like CrossFit, right? Uh, not CrossFit because um, I don't, there is actually a lot of injuries coming out of cross. So what's the cross training that you're talking about? Um, in the gym, lifting weights. Cross training, so, meaning not running. Other sports. Oh, yeah, I see. I and see. cycling okay. or, you know. Yeah, yeah, for some reason, I thought the cross, I, what, I you do say cross lunges, training. I lunges, my squats. I mean, those types, I'm doing them all the time, every day. It's there. Okay. So, do, you, mm-hmm. do you keep, I mean, I'm just curious. Do you keep track of, like, total miles you've competed in? I don't mean you're pra- practicing. Obviously, would be you know mm-hmm. probably thousands. Yeah, I don't. But... I I have a log of my daily mileage, my weekly goals because I calculate the mileages mm-hmm. that I have to hit hit weekly up to a race. But no, I don't. I don't. I haven't. You don't have like a lifetime a... mileage. No. no. Oh my gosh, my yeah. lifetime mileage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Oh god, you know. it's yeah, more no. than Southwest Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I don't have that. Did you wow. use a little give her mileage points? Yeah. <laughs> it's like mileage points. Like weekly mileage so you um, train and stuff. Again, it varies. It could be as low as 40, 50 miles, but it could go up to 80 or 100 or more. Well, if she does a race and one day it's 100. Like uh, yeah, that's the thing. One if race I is put in a race, then miles. you got it goes over 100. So 52 Last weeks. Week, a couple of weeks ago when I did the 81 miler, I definitely had over That's 4,000 miles. Imagine if they re- gave her a lease return, you should go over on the <laughs> mileage, bro. <laughs> the, the, the warranty would expire in 90 days. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Jenny, Jenny says, I highly recommend flow like Pilates. Pil- yeah, core... My core is pretty weak. Yeah, core core work is really important because to keep the body upright the entire time, it's your lower back. I do work my lower back in the gym a lot, mm-hmm. but your core and lower back are the key to keeping you up. Up. And not just running and moving, but like up. Mm-hmm. Because you're yeah. up like more than you need to be. So, so what's stronger that you have that makes up for the weaker core? Maybe her legs. No, there you have it's, to have it's a It's definitely my legs, legs and my Armenian behind. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. a Kim Kardashian behind. That was, a setup. <laughs> that was a setup question. It's you know? my torque power. Torque. <laughs> 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 I have 247 horsepower with 479 yeah. pounds of torque. Yeah. <laughs> Armenian mate. Yeah. There you go. There you go. But uh, uh, other than that, yeah, my core needs work all the time. <laughs> so. Well, 
uh, Armon and Henry were working on their core right before the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were doing sit-ups on the table. Uh-huh. Uh, guys, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else I, I can ask this woman next to me. Tell me, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable what you're doing, and the fact that you're doing it uh, out of your own pocket, and there's no financial gain to you, but there is an emotional gain as far as having this flag. And having, obviously, this is the Artsakh flag, but, you know, it's the red, blue, and orange uh, on your shoulders, running hundreds of miles on for days without sleep. I mean, I I commend you. I mean, I mean it's something that I could probably, even if I started today, I, don't, I honestly don't think I could do it. I don't think I have the gifted talent, and I don't know about you guys. Or, or even the dedication, but uh, I commend you. I'm so proud of what you're doing and all four of us are very, very uh, proud of what you're doing and what you're accomplishing. And we honestly keep us posted on your July event. We really would love to, uh, you know, make some sort of time to come out and support you. And as far as you going to Armenia, document it. We want to see something as far as a live or, or something where we can kind of look and say, you know what? We sat down with the superwoman and <laughs> we actually we actually listened to her talk about just only oh, 100 miles, 130 miles, 75 miles. <laughs> Did you see the question? What is Zara it? had a question for you. Go Zara ahead. wants to know uh, uh, how many miles do you think Armon Hopark can run? <laughs> how many miles I think he can run? Yeah. <laughs> However much he Without wants. insulting him. <laughs> <laughs> but we want a straight answer though. We do want an answer. However much he Zara. wants. Or you, chooses to. You forget Armand Hopar back in the days. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep it. Remember, he was Navas, man. <laughs> I was very athletic at one time in my life. Uh, All of us right. were at one time. But, you know, that's Telma, thank, okay. thank, you thank you again you. for joining so, us. We thank appreciate it. Me. You know what? I mean, thank you for, you know what? You actually you actually shut the wise nuts up for, <laughs> for a Monday. Congratulations. Like, yes, I congratulations. I mean, it's not hard. It's it's very hard very to do, difficult. but I mean, you, you did it yourself. And again, all four, all four of us are very proud of what you're doing, and we I commend you. It. And I mean, I don't know what else to say, but I mean, I feel like a lazy bum, and no, I should get no, off my ass and no. run I, or I exercise or something. Having because having me on the show, I'm humbled and I'm happy to be here. And thank hopefully, you we can have you back on after yeah. the big run. Sure, definitely, I, definitely. Sure. You're, you're yep. truly a pride of our. Armenia, I mean, and what you're doing you. globally, running all, it's just unbelievable. It. Representing we'll us. We'll try to come yeah. and support you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All right, Thank guys. You guys. Enjoy, right. enjoy, night, enjoy the rest of the Don't forget Thank to you. run tomorrow morning. Yeah, wake up <laughs> yeah. in the morning, 6 a.m. Go run, go run at least 300 miles. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> what right. else am I going to say? Oh, 100 miles is nothing now, man. Start at three miles. <laughs> Start at three miles. <laughs> Don't kill yourselves. And hydrate yourself. Not everyone pain, is pain is okay. We'll see you guys next Monday, seven thirty. Wise nuts, guys. Good night, everyone. Yeah. Bye bye. Have a great week.